Amen, 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 amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. What's up, what's up, Rock Church? Say Jesus. Jesus. I want to say hello to everybody watching on all our campuses. How you doing? How you, everyone say, how you doing? How you doing? East County, North County, San Ysidro, and all the people watching online. My people's in Coronado and everybody all over the world. And all the military out there, let's give them all a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless you. God bless you. My name is Miles. If you're a, a visitor, I'm the pastor, so God bless you. Welcome to the rock. And we got a lot to go, go over today, so let's all stand up and we're going to pray. Amen. Okay, I'm going to read a couple things to you. Matthew chapter 10. I'm just going to read this to you. Matthew chapter 10. This is what Jesus told his disciples. Heal the sick. Everyone say heal the sick. Say, cleanse lepers. Say, raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. That's what he told his disciples. And they went out and did it. They came back and said, oh, snap. Stuff happens. <laughs> Jesus died, rose from the dead, and right before he left, here's what he told his disciples. Same guys. All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. If Jesus has all authority, that means the devil has none. If you give your life to Christ, the devil has no authority in your life except what you give him. You're saying, well, why would I give the devil authority? Because every time you don't trust God and you trust yourself, you are telling the devil, I'm going to trust you instead. And when you do that, you give him authority over your life. If there's an area of your life that's jacked up, it's probably because you're not trusting God in that area. Amen? Why don't you think about that? He says, all authority in heaven has been given to me. All authority in heaven has been given to me in heaven and earth. And then he says to his disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. That's us. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. And I want you to teach them to observe all the things that I commanded you to do. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. I want you to tell them to do the same thing I told you to do. So we're in a series called Superman. And it's based on the premise that God has created us to walk with him. In supernatural power. His power, not ours, but he wants to exercise that power through us. And we've been talking about healing. Last week we talked about what healing was. Healing is simply an alignment, aligning things with the kingdom of God, aligning your spine, your relationship with each other, your relationship with God, with the kingdom of God, making things correct, restoring things the way they were supposed to be. Today we're going to talk about how God can use every single one of you in here to heal somebody else. My, my, my passion and my goal today is to encourage you to believe that God can use every single one of you to heal someone else. You do not do the healing. You never do the healing. It's always God. You're just the middleman. And all you got to do is believe I can be the middleman or middle woman or middle woe man. <laughs> so when I pray for healing, which I'm going to do in here in a minute, I don't do a healing. I don't do it. I just ask. And people get healed because it's God doing it. He told us to ask. Amen. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pray for our service, and then I'm going to pray for some of y'all be healed. And then I'm going to ask you if you feel like you got healed. I want you to think about what's wrong with you, your leg, your, your eye, your, 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 you got a tumor, you got a lump you could feel. I want you to think about what's wrong with you, that you need healed, a relationship, depression, suicide. And then I, after I pray, I'm going to ask you, do you feel any better? Right? Because if God heals you, if it's something you can test, let's, let's get with it. Let's see if he does it right now. Amen. I believe he can. I believe he will. So let's all bow our heads and pray in all the campuses right now. Bow your heads and pray. I want you to think about 
what needs to be healed. It may be a broken heart. It may be suicidal tendencies, oppression, anxiety, fear. People fear a natural disaster. Lord Jesus, there are people right now, they need an area of their life healed, aligned with the kingdom of God, restored to the way it was supposed to be. It may be physical, it may be emotional, it may be spiritual, it may be relational. So in Jesus' name, we believe you heal. You told us that you are the great physician. I pray right now that you bring healing to people's lives. We command any spirit of infirmity out of people's lives, out of their kids' lives, out of their parents, relatives, friends' lives. We pray for healing in people who are not even here, who are, who are known by people who are here. And that right now you would be thinking of that person that, that you're praying for and that God would bring healing to that person at this hour, 10.35 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That God would bring healing into your life right now. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Eyes open. I, want you to, I just want you to feel whatever it is you came in here with. It could be your heart, it could be your leg, it could be your carpal tunnel, whatever it is. And I want to say, you know what, it feels better. Raise your hand if it feels better right now. Just raise your hand real. All around the room, raise your hand real high, real high, real high, real high. Look at all the hands go up. Look at all the hands real high, real high, real high, real high, real high. Amen, 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 amen. Give someone a high five as they sit down. God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you. Now, if you're a visitor, you're going like, I don't know about that. So either one or two things just happened. Either those people I just paid or asked them in a private text message, hey, can you raise your hand tomorrow when I do this prayer? Or it really happens. So the people who just raised your hand, did I pay you? It really happened. <laughs> the people who just got healed, did I, did I pay you, text you last night, give you a phone call, hey, tomorrow morning when I do this, can you raise your hand? Say yes or no. Do I even know your issue? God does. Amen. So let's give the Lord a big hand. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Let's see your Bibles on three. Let's say word on three. One, two, three, say word. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. When I was uh, in 1982, I was drafted to the Los Angeles Rams. And when I was drafted out of a very small Division III school, I had an expectation that my football experience and challenge would be like nothing I had ever experienced. And obviously it was. I had an expectation that the life I was going to live in California <laughs> uh, was going to be real exciting and new. I had an expectation I was going to party, <laughs> chase the honeys, get chased by the honeys, <laughs> get high and do all the stuff that I saw on television and heard about. I had this expectation. When you asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior, what expectation did you have? Did you have an expectation, I'll just pray and when I die I go to heaven and that's it, my life doesn't change? Or did you have an expectation that you would live like the people in the Bible? Did you have an expectation that God would actually speak to you, fill your heart with joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, clarity in your vision, purpose in your life? Did you have an expectation that the power of God that flowed through his disciples 
And all the disciples throughout, throughout the uh, Bible history, written as recorded in the Bible, would happen to you. And I'm going to propose to you that God has created every single one of us in this room to live inside of supernaturally and to flow us through us supernaturally. And that God wants to do something supernatural through your life, include heal people. So we're going to review what we talked about last week of what healing is. But let's look, in, look at Matthew chapter 6 real quick because I'm going to show you what Jesus tells us our expectation should be. Look at verse 13. This is the Lord's Prayer. He says, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Greek word for that evil, it actually means pain or is associated with the Greek word pain. God, Jesus is telling us, I want you to ask for thy will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want you to ask that I would deliver you from evil. So God's not going to tell you to ask him to do something if he does not expect to do it. Or if he has no intention to do it. So when I ask God, I give my life to you, I'm going to stop doing cocaine. Guess what? I stopped doing cocaine in one day. Now, whether it happens in one day or a month after rehab, I didn't have to go to rehab. That was my experience. But whether it's one day, one week, one month, God doesn't want you doing that. He wants to deliver you from that. And he wants to deliver you from whatever, whatever is not consistent with his will in heaven. And so last week we're going to do a review. Healing is anytime God aligns something part of your life with the kingdom of God. So I used the spine for an example. And by the way, um, somebody in here may have a spine problem. <laughs> God wants to heal your spine. And I had this pain in my leg years ago. And the, this is the, the, your, your, your vertebrae, your spine's inside, here's your, here's your hip, pelvis, and your leg's down here. I had a pain in my leg, and someone said, you need to have your spine, your, your uh, vertebrae adjusted because so, it's a nerve pinching. And once your spine and your vertebrae is aligned properly, the pain, the pinch will go away and the pain will go away. The issues in your life, the pain in your relationships, physical issues, spiritual issue with God is because something's out of alignment. And God wants to realign. As simple as that. That's called healing. The most basic step of healing. And by the way, let me give the context that all of you are called to be involved in a healing process in someone's life. All of you. Well, I don't have a gift of healing. We won't get to that. But that every single one of you God can use to bring healing to someone else's life. The most basic step of healing is salvation. Salvation. The Greek word for save is sozo. It means to restore, deliver, bring to wholeness. And in three areas. One, spiritual healing. That's called forgiveness. When I have an issue with God, I have a spiritual issue with God, God heals that relationship by forgiving me and reconciling me to him. Whenever you share the gospel with someone, you are sharing a message of healing. Someone's life is jacked up, they're distant from God, they don't know God, they're searching for God. And you say, Jesus loves you. And they go, I want him in my life. You, just, you were just uh, uh, used to facilitate healing in someone's life. Don't differentiate that from healing someone's leg. It's still healing. It's bringing, someone in, bringing something into alignment with the kingdom of God. And then, uh, then on, a, on a physical level, there's physical healing. And then on a soul level, is deliverance. You ever wake up in the morning and you just got tightness on your chest, anxiety, anybody? Before you even open your eyes, you're just like, oh, here we go again. I have that all the time. It's hard to get out of bed. You're like, ugh. One of, the, one of the things I do 
in the morning. Well, two of the things I do is I pray before I open my eyes, then I spend time with God, then I go work out, and I get in fighting mode. I, I, I usually run before Sunday morning, and I get my, my door, get that, that run is high in your head, and get my sweat going, so I'm, I come here ready to, ready to rock and roll. Today, I lift weights hard. So I came here ready to fight. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I'm like this right now. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to let it all out at this right now because I won't have any left for the rest of the day. But I'm like ready to fight somebody, right? But it's the devil, okay? And, and, and you could have this, this emotional, so your soul thoughts just bondage. You're, you're saved, but you got all these thoughts. God wants to deliver you from that. He wants you. He wants you to deliver you from that. That's called healing. That you would think about yourself and your life and your circumstances from a biblical kingdom of God perspective and not the world's perspective. That's called healing. And so every single one of you can be used in that act. Look at, look at number three in your notes. All of you are called to share the good news. Well, I don't have the gift of evangelism, so I don't want to share my, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to tell people about Jesus because I, I'm not, I don't have a gift of evangelism. Shut up. That is so lame. That is so lame. That's like someone coming to you saying, you know what, I noticed there's something different about your life and, and, and I've been searching for God. I don't know what it is. Can you tell me? And you go, well, you know, I'm, I've been working out and I've been good. I went vegan and I do yoga and I'm just wondering, you know, and, and you're a Christian saying that. Nothing wrong with being vegan. I'm not saying that. But that's not the reason for your joy. The Bible says you have, you have to be ready to give an answer for the hope that's in you on the spot. And all you can say is, you know what, Jesus Christ died for my sin and he rose from the dead. And he forgave me and my relationship with God was healed, restored, fixed, however you want to say it. And you know what, he loves you too. Why can't you say that? You're supposed to say that. If you don't say that, you deny Christ. You actually lie. You say the reason for my joy is my diet, working out. That's not the reason for your joy. Now, I'm not saying it's going to make you feel better, but the real reason for your joy is Christ. So look at it, look at it, turn to Matthew chapter 4. Turn to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, real quick. Matthew 4, just the page before. 4, 4, 4, 4, 4. Look what it says in verse 19, 419. Jesus says, you might got a red letter Bible. By the way, if you got a red, how many of y'all got red letters in your thing? Okay, don't be deceived. Jesus' words are the red and the black letters. <laughs> he is the word. He's all this. And a bag of chips and the whole factory. <laughs> so it's all him. It's all living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. Look what it says in verse 19. Follow me and I will make you fishes of men. Why would God tell you to fish for men if he, if he didn't expect you to catch somebody? Oh, I never led anybody to the Lord. When's the last time you asked? I don't even want to ask you to raise your hand because I know a lot of y'all are going to be embarrassed. Do not raise your hand. You can if you want. But I'm telling you don't because I'm scared you're going to lie. But I bet you a lot of y'all haven't shared your faith and asked someone to get saved in a year. That you got quiet in here because you know it's true. And you have the most important message in the universe. The most important message, there's not even a close second that man needs to know that Jesus loves them, died for their sin and wants to have a relationship with them. A relationship, not a religion. 
and you haven't told anybody. How selfish is that? You got to get over yourself. Well, it's a little nervous. Shut up. No, for real. Shut up. You're nervous? You weren't nervous when you called that girl thinking she was going to not pick up the phone? You've been calling her 20 days, she hasn't picked up the phone, you still call her? That don't make you nervous? Jesus says, I want you to be called. I want, I want to send you out to go get men because there are men straying from me. I want you to tell them about me. That's a healing act. Because when they ask Christ to be their Savior, their perspective heals. Their relationship with God heals. Their perspective of themselves heals. Their hope gets healed. That's a healing event. Don't see that any different than praying for that leg. Let me read another verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I'll just read it. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. The old is gone. The new has come. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. He has reunited us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. You have been given, whether you like it or not, the ministry of reconciliation that God would bring people into your life that don't know him. And it is your responsibility to tell them. That's not optional. I don't have to get to evangelism. Shut up. That's irrelevant. Now, people with the gift of evangelism, like me, we just like to do it every day. We just have a high rate of success. Now, for real, if you have a gift of something, you'll do it more, you'll know more about it, you'll be more successful at it, but it doesn't say that everybody else doesn't get to do it. For example, some people have the gift of faith. They just believe stuff. I'm for real. They just like, All right, I believe it. I'm going to do it. No matter. I don't care. <laughs> I think I got the gift of faith. I just believe stuff. And everybody says, it can't happen, it can't happen, it can't happen. It can happen. But that doesn't mean everybody else doesn't have supposed to have faith. The Bible says you're saved by faith. So you all have to exercise faith. Some people have to get the giving. They just like to give generously. And you know what? God entrusts them with more. <laughs> I don't have any money because you don't give. God can't trust you with it. I'll say it again. I don't have any money because you, you, you don't give. Or oh, if I give it away, I won't have any. No, God's going to replace it. The Bible says if you, if you want to save your life, give it away. If you want to lose your life, hold on to it. If you're going to be like greedy, greedy, God's oh, you're on your own. But if you have your hand open, God will pass through your life all kind of goodies. And so, some, so even, though, even though some people have the gift of giving and they give more, and by the way, the people who have a gift of giving and give more, they usually get more to give. But it doesn't mean everybody else is not supposed to give. So we're all supposed to share our faith. Some people just do it more often. That's why I, I watch cops lock up gangland. <laughs> why? Because I, my main passion are people who don't know God. So I sit there like this, my leg moving like, how am I going to get to these people? That's what I'm preoccupied with. I'm not saying you have to be. But it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to share your faith. Because it is the only reason for the purpose in your life is that you know Jesus Christ. So we're all supposed to share our faith. If we're all supposed to share our faith and when someone gets saved, they're healed, guess what? You're called to pay for healing. Because relationships are healed. It's really that simple. Don't, don't make it more complicated than that. Look at number three in your notes or number four or the next one. Whatever the next one's number, that's what we're going to look at. 
It says, verse, number four, we're all called to pray for healing. Lucas says in James 5, 5.16, turn to James real quick. James real quick, and then we're going we're gonna to practice healing. Ooh, this is going to be good. I cannot wait. James 5.16. See me turning the pages? I'm really faking it because it's right here written in my notes. <laughs> I was looking for it. I was like, why am I looking for it? I got it right here. I'm just, I'm just trying, to, trying to flow with you. James 5.16. It says, confess your trespasses to one another. Everyone say confess. Oh, by the way, it doesn't mean that you confess if you have a gift of confession. Well, Lord, you know, I don't have a gift of confession, so I guess I don't have to confess. No, you confess. And you know what confess means? Let me give you a little hint. My bad. Or, I'm sorry. Or, I apologize. Or, lo siento. I'm wrong. Not, my bad, but. Leave your butt out of it. Lead a butt back there. Just say, I'm wrong. When you say but, you're saying, this is not an apology, it's an explanation. My bad. Confess to one another. Are we all supposed to do that? Yes? Raise your hand if you have someone in your life you need to confess something to. Mm-hmm. They're all like, mm-hmm. Come on, let's see elbows above ears. Let's see elbows above ears. There you go. There you go. Here's my challenge to you. You want to get a big burden off your back. It's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. A whole lot less than you think. Before your car leaves the parking lot, before you get on the bus, before you get in your Uber, Uber. <laughs> I thought you all would get it, but you didn't. <laughs> before you do that, before you leave, don't text. Do not text. In the worst case, you call them. And if you call them, FaceTime them. And look them in the eye and say, I'm sorry. <sighs> Life. Look what it says next. That was just a little tangent for free. That wasn't really relevant to you. <laughs> this is the one you got to pay for. You don't really have to pay for it. For all you visitors, it's not, this is free too. Verse 16, confess your sins to one another and, everyone say and. and. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. Everyone say pray. pray. That you may be healed. That healing may happen. You can pray for the person to be healed. Nothing's stopping you. You've got to believe, like a child. Well, I don't have to get the healing. It has nothing to do with that. You don't have to give to giving. You still give. And by the way, some of y'all, and I know this, I believe this with all my heart. I know this for a fact. Some of you have a gift and you don't even know it. Some of y'all have the gift of helps. So you just want to help everybody. And you just think you're a nice person. No, that's the Holy Spirit in you saying, I want you to help. And you think you're a good person. It ain't you. You ain't a good person. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not a nice person. I'm not saying you don't have a big heart. And all that, but... You're not the nice person God is. God wants to do through you more than you want to do. Because we like to do stuff for our benefit. It makes us feel good, look good, whatever. God says, no, I want you to do this because it's right. Some of you have a gift of giving. You like to give. And you're like, ah, I, you know, you, you, you kind of do it, but you're like, is this right? 
God wants to blow that gift up. Some of you have the gift of evangelism. You just like to talk about God. But it's a gift from God for the benefit of the body of Christ. God wants to blow it up. Some of you have the gift of healing. You really do. That if you prayed for people over and over and over again, they would get healed. Now, I know a guy who prayed for a thousand people before one got healed. A thousand. And now he is a supernatural, powerful healer. Why did it take so long? That's between him and God. God, and, and this is my words. He did not tell me this. And God did not tell me this, but just kind of how God works. God's probably like, I want to refine your courage. I want to see how bad you want it. I want you to chase it. Don't think if it doesn't happen the first time, it's not going to happen. This is supernatural stuff. Our world is tired of hearing about God. They want to see it. And God wants to reveal himself. The only thing getting in the way is his people. He's like, he's showing the world himself through, through, the, through creation. We had lightning uh, uh, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember what it was. Hey, did y'all see the lightning? I mean, if you didn't see the lightning, you must have been in a coma. <laughs> y'all saw the lightning. I love, y'all heard the thunder? I love lightning and thunder. I love lightning and thunder. When people come to our church, they say, oh, the rock is like a concert. They have sick, all those lights and it's loud. It's like a concert. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not like a concert. This is like heaven. Concerts are copying heaven. No, for real though, in heaven there's lightning and thunder and light and smoke and shaking and crazy screaming worship. It's not going to be like... Praise the Lord. That ain't going to be it. If just you, you're going to be like, come on now, you got to scream up now. When you see lightning and thunder to me, this is just my opinion, ain't in the Bible, but it's just God going. <clears throat> that, that, when, when I hear crack, 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 <laughs> and the lightning, blah, 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 it's God going. <clears throat> Don't forget me. He's speaking. But he wants to speak more specifically to that person, that person, that person, that person, that person about their disease, their kid's disease, their mother's cancer, their son's autism, their, their, someone's deaf, blind, mute. And he wants to use you. And there are a lot of you, I know for a fact, you're walking and God says, pray for that person for this. And you think it's some deja vu, bad pizza you had and you keep walking. And God says, what do I got to do? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray right now. Oh, let me, let, let me read something to you. We got, we got some, some, just a list of people who got healed last week. We just, just a short list just to, just to, just to inspire you and to, and, to, and to stoke your faith. Uh, Amber got prayed for during the service. She felt her shoulder pop and adjusting the pain left. Maria's he, foot was healed. Pat was healed of a stomach issue. Monique was healed of a back a sciatica. Nikki was healed from a torn shoulder muscle. Cody was healed of back pain. Mania was healed of chronic neck pain. Kristen was healed of a broken wrist. A broken wrist. Went to the doctor. The doctor said, huh, how you do that? God. Amen. Amen. Real quick, let me read this, these last few notes in your Bible. One, some people are gifted to heal, gifted to heal. Some people don't believe in spiritual gifts. Uh, I'll just read this to you. Three times Paul said to seek spiritual gifts. And the verses are right there. Please look them up. But verse uh, chapter 14, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. 
They're given by one spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us 1 Corinthians 12, 11, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one as he wills. They're given for the common good of the church. They're given for the building of the church. 1 Peter 4.10, each one should use his, his gift or charisma as he's received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in various forms. A spiritual gift is a gift, great grace gift. God gives it to you. Uh, uh, for 2 Timothy 1.6, and here we're going to end with this before we pray. It says, I remind you to stir up. Everyone say stir up. Stir up. Say fan the flame. Fan. Turn up the fire. Fire is F-I-Y-A. Say fire. Turn up the fire. It says, I remind you there, stir up the gift, fan the flame of the gift which, which God, of, which, of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. God does not want you walking around like a defeated Christian. I go to church and, you know, no one believes the Bible anymore, so I'm just going to go to church and, and be incognito at work and no one's going to know that I'm a Christian because the, the world is so anti-God. No! No! I serve the living God, creator of the universe. And it's the supernatural power of God that Hollywood is trying to duplicate and give a counterfeit version of power. God has given us that. So I'm going to exercise that in my life. And when I go to work tomorrow school, I'm going to pray for people. And you know what? If they get healed on the spot, it don't matter. I'm going to pray for them anyway. I'm going to share my faith anyway. I'm going to serve anyway. Because he's worth it. That's what God is looking for. And he's looking. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth, looking to show himself strong on behalf of anyone who will be loyal. Who is going to trust me? So here's what we're going to do now. We're going to do two things. We're going to pray for healing. Now, I'm going, to do, I'm going to show you, demonstrate it real quick. You're going to take your finger. Don't do it. I'm just going to illustrate. Everyone say, don't do it. And you're going to put it on the shoulder of the person next to you. And if you know them, you can do whatever, you know, you hug them, whatever, you know them. But you're going to put it on the shoulder of the person next to you. If you don't want the person next to you putting their finger on your shoulder, one finger, the tip of the finger, that's it. No hand, none of this, none of that, just the tip. If you do not want that to happen, here's what you do. You look to them and say, I'm good. On three, practice. One, two, three. Very good. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pray, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pray a child prayer. Because you may think I don't know the words to say. These words are gonna be so simple. They're gonna be like what a little kid would say. And then after we pray, we're gonna ask people to raise their hand to see if they felt like they got healed. So I want you to be thinking about what's wrong with you. What you want to be healed. I want you to be thinking about what someone in your family you want to be healed. And then I'm going to ask you right now, do you feel you got healed? I want you to raise your hand. Amen? Finger? Are you ready? Okay, everyone look up here. So I'm going to do two things. One, we're going to keep our eyes open. And two, we're going to pray a little childlike prayer. Two things that we know you can do. Are you ready? So repeat after me. Dear God, I know somewhere in the Bible it says that you're a healer. I know you love me. Please heal me. Please heal my friend. We want to love you. 
we trust you. And whatever happens, we want to trust you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Now, I want you to feel it. Feel it. And on the count of three, if you feel like, you know what, I felt, I felt God heal me. Raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand. Real, real high, real high, real high. Re keep your hands up real high, real high, real high. Look at all the hands. Look at all the hands. Look around. Look around. Look around. Amen. 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 God is not impressed with your volume. The reason I'm yelling is because I'm jacked up. My adrenaline's flowing. But it's not because God needs my volume. It's because I'm passionate and excited. God doesn't need that. He just ignited a flame in me, but that, that, that doesn't, you could just go, hey, can, in the mall, hey, can I pray for you? Yes, and in Jesus' name, I pray you be healed. Because it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. Read the Bible and see how Jesus healed people. Sometimes he said nothing. They just touched his clothes. Or he would say, I'm willing, be healed. Or it is as you say. That's it. But it's the faith in God based on the word of God that you are asking. And so my challenge to you is this week is that you go and as silly and as scared as you may be, as silly you may think you look, just ask and ask and pray and pray and share your faith over and over and people's lives are going to be changed. Maybe not the first time, maybe not the second time. It don't matter. You keep doing it because God's working something in your life. That you would get over the embarrassment in yourself. Because maybe the big reason that you're not praying is because you're caught up in yourself. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to get rejected. Well, that's an issue with you. There are some of you in here, you want to ask Christ to be your Savior. You know you're a sinner. The Bible says all have sinned. You believe the penalty of sin is death. And you believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead for your sin. And you want to ask him to forgive you. You want your relationship with God healed. So in a minute we're going to ask you to pray. And you're going to ask Christ to forgive you of your sin. That your relationship with God would be healed so he can love you. And you can know how much he loves you and the purpose of your life. God's been speaking to you and you know it. You're like, something, I, I need God. What more does God need to say? Not only did he speak to you, but he's got this loud New York and Puerto Rican looking brother from Jamaica call, yelling out to you. God loves you. And so you can want to pray another little simple prayer. You admitting that you're a sinner and asking Jesus to forgive you of your sin. That your relationship with God will be healed. Let's all bow our heads and close our eyes on all our campuses. Bow our heads and close our eyes on all our campuses. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for everybody who's here today. We thank you for their faith. We thank you for their courage. Lord, there are people here today who need to give their life to you. They know that they're a sinner. They believe you died for them and rose from the dead to pay the penalty for their sin that they may have a healed relationship with the Father. If that's you, and you would like Jesus to forgive you of your sin and heal your relationship with the Father in heaven. Pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Very simple, childlike prayer. Dear Jesus, please forgive me. Accept me as your child.
I want to serve you with my life. I believe you died for my sin. I believe you rose from the dead. Thank you. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, if you pray that prayer in a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand up by standing. You are acknowledging publicly, yes, I'm giving my life to God. My relationship with God is healed. He has forgiven me. He loves me. And my life has started all over. So on the count of three, if you prayed that prayer, I'm just going to ask you to stand up. One, two, three. Just stand to your feet. God bless you. 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 Stay standing. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Very good. God bless you. We see you in the balcony. We see you all over. God bless you. God bless you. Very good. We see you. God bless you. Very good. God bless you. Very good. God bless you. Now in a minute, we're going to ask all y'all who are standing to come down to the altar. And as they come down, the rest of us, we want to cheer. If you're in the balcony, all you got to do is turn around and walk up, and the ushers will bring you down. So right now, if you're standing up, come down to the altar, and let's give them a big hand as they come on down. Amen. 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 God is not kind to heal. Amen. Your relationship with God is not kind to heal. God's like, we get to start all over. That's why the Bible calls it being born again. You start all over. Everything from the past is gone, and all you got to do is obey what he says, do what he says. Let's give these people a hand as they come on down. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. 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 That your relationship with God is 100% healed. It's now it's time for you to walk in that healing and believe it and start to act like it. That's, the, that's the t what takes time. But as far as God is concerned, He's got no beef with you, He's forgotten everything. And by the way, He knows everything. But the Bible says he chooses to remember it no more. He says, I'm not going to think about it anymore. I see you as a new person. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you all, and then we're going to cheer you into that room. And then uh, I have a word for all you all after they get in that room. Amen. Lord, thank you for these people. Thank you for their faithfulness. We pray that you heal their life, heal their family. We pray you use them to bring good news to other people. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Take a right turn and walk this way. Let's take a right turn and walk this way. going to do everything he can to discourage you, scare you, make it you nervous and it's not going to work, they're not going to believe it and he'll give you every excuse in the book because he does not want you to pray for people and it doesn't even matter if they get prayed for, if they get healed, what matters is that you did it because as you get more and more courage and more and more faith, you will get more and more bold, you will do it more and more often, more and more people are going to get healed, more and more people are going to get saved. I probably led to, oh, I don't know, a million people to the Lord wouldn't surprise me that I led to the Lord, I bet you a lot of that is just because I just asked. That's it. it. wasn't because I had a gift of evangelism. It wasn't because I was anointing. It was just people just waiting to be asked. So number one is that this week you would, you would do it as many times as you can. And, and if you find that you're nervous, you're scared, just understand that's about you. That's not God. God's is just you. You got to get over that. That's called faith. I got to walk by faith. That's what that is. That's the definition of it. Number one, the Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, your faith is weak. So when you get challenged and you go, oh, you got weak faith. Faith goes beyond the seen and the felt and the physical. Amen? That's your challenge. Don't worry about whether you have a gift of healing. Just worry about can God do it and does he want to do it. Number one. Number two, this week, if you have a sickness in your, anybody in your life or especially you, before you do anything, go to the store and get your NyQuil, call your doctor. Before you do any of that, you pray. You say, God, I'm looking to you first. I'm not going to the doctor yet. I'm not going to go get a diagnosis. I'm going to die. I'm going to do all this craziness. Now, that may have to happen, but before I go do all of that, I'm going to you first. And I'm going to hear from you. And you go to God. And you lay your hands on yourself. What does that look like? Dear God, bless my shoulder. Just like that. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Heal my knee. Why can't God do that? He wants to see your faith. And so you got someone in your life that's sick? Hold up. Let's pray. Hold up. We're going to pray. Start walking in what the Bible says. Let this be part of your life. Amen? So we're going to take an offering in a minute. Pastor Joe's coming out. Some of y'all got the gift of giving. You need to exercise that gift. Not for real. God gave it to you for a reason. Why? Because everybody, every, the total.